Ladies and gentlemen, you have officially entered the cancel free zone. This is cancel me, baby. And I don't believe in silencing and punishing and deplatforming or canceling clearly. Okay. I believe in owning your shiz, talking it out and actually growing contrary to the internet. And I get a lot of requests from you guys going Taylor. Let's have on someone who's been at the crux of cancel culture, right? Let's have them talk. Well, guess what? Just call me your genie in a bottle because I have somebody today. She's a controversial cat and she's been on both sides of cancel culture. So we're going to get into it today. This is the, the one Farah Abraham. Farah is the OG teen mom from MTV reality star. She's also the author of her new memoir, uh, dream twenties. So Farah, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. And I'm so excited. You're right. I've been on both sides of cancel culture. Um, so which one do you want to get into first? Well, girl, we're going to first get into the Chrissy Teigen debacle because that's how you and I reconnected. So guys, I used to be a red carpet reporter. That's how Farah and I first met out in Hollywood. Lo and behold, who connects us yet again after all these years? Chrissy Teigen, right? Because she and I are both caught up in this Chrissy Teigen mess. Now, I have been caught up in it because five years ago, I called out Chrissy's bullying in a VH1 piece. She came after me on Twitter. VH1 sided with her. So I was like, that ain't right. And I peaced. Farah, mm-hmm. you've been caught up in this because now after everything that's gone on with your friend, Courtney, all of Chrissy's old tweets has, have been unearthed, right? And one of them was at you unfairly going after you for essentially dabbling in the adult entertainment industry. And she tweeted at you saying, you're a whore and everybody hates you. Now, what's interesting is that you don't think that she should be canceled as I don't either. I wrote a USA Today op-ed saying that gets us nowhere, but you said she needs mental help. But Farah, you haven't heard from her despite that she wrote this whole long apology on Medium. So what do you actually want to see? And what is the fact that you haven't heard from her personally? What does that say? Yes. So when someone's doing a public apology and not addressing the exact people or person and her other apologies, those, those that she did do privately, she then blocked people to my understanding for my other friends, Courtney and whomever. And me. Um, Yeah. um, But I never have received an apology. I also did mention an apology to my daughter and it doesn't need to be privately. It should be publicly just like she publicly was calling me out and saying like I was a whore and all these things. When I was actually going through bereavement, uh, counseling, I was on medication. I was in a depressive, weird state. And I know that. Um, so I think attacking vulnerable women, um, and also having other people side with bully culture and it, it's wrong in every sense. And we know this, especially as we're coming out of COVID. So I'm, happy that Chrissy Teigen at least to some degree is trying to apologize but she is actually not committing to really apologizing to her victims and that is the true state so I have been attacked and offended people while I was being attacked on one of my shows and even though I was like whoa that's taken out of context because there was nothing directly towards someone I was a bigger person and I was like you know what I do need to apologize because that affected a wife. It affected her kids. And that was like 
she wasn't even around during this altercation. Um, so I understand from me having to apologize to people what a real apology is and how that really helps people. So Chrissy Teigen has not privately, which she doesn't need to do it privately. She should be apologizing publicly, directly to the people she's affected. I don't ever need a personal message and I don't ever need to be blocked. Um, so just like she hopes to not get canceled, then why are you blocking people? It severely puts her in that situation. And I, I feel sorry for her. That's why I just said, please go get some mental help, not only for her, but her husband and her children. The abusive culture that she brings is not okay. And no one should ever be famous for that. And I actually love that I am famous for an essential reason. Like my Dream 20s book, it is an essential read about diversity, overcoming things. My celebrity years with their little celebrity groups that just make no sense, serve no purpose, but hate. So uh, yeah, done with that decade. And we're all ready to move on from those people. So with that said, with that said, because here's the flip side, because you acknowledge I've been on both sides of cancel culture. Now, as this whole thing, let me first be clear. What Chrissy said to you was completely uncalled for and wrong and not okay. Yeah. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk of like, for someone who claims to be so feminist, like attacking a woman for whatever she chooses to do sexually is so anti-feminist and so not okay. So let me just say that. Yeah. Yes. Um, I have to other- say- Oh, go ahead, Farah. agree with you. All of the public celebrity women that keep boasting about being feminist, 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 I literally am probably one of the most supportive women towards women, lifting up women I have ever met in my life because I've had so many women do me wrong. Um, And I just know when I see that group actually step up, instead of boasting about things like networks, diversity, uh, all this boasting about it, I want to see it. And that's what I'm about. I'm actioning it and I'm changing the world through it. And so are you. Well, that's the thing with Chrissy's. Here's the thing, because you and I both hate cancel culture, right? And one thing I hate is like the run of the mill apology. I am so sorry for this thing. And my publicist wrote this, like we're all over it. Right. But with that that's- said, people now like are saying, okay, but this apology with Chrissy Teigen, is it sincere? Like, again, what does it say that you haven't heard anything? So it's like, what's the balance? Cause I certainly am not trying to be the like thought police accountability police. That's not my job. But at the same time, like you say, get mental help. How do we know that that progress or that apology is being made? Like, what's the line? So look, she's not making the progress. She is not making the actual work and the apology the end. She keeps canceling her own self from her own products that she invests in with like the Kardashians and some of the other women. Um, so she actually keeps taking herself away out of her own things. Um, I don't, I honestly feel like paying more and more attention to a bully who is not rightfully actually really apologizing to anyone that just says like, this person is not even worth discussing she obviously wants to cancel herself and that is her own right and she knows that maybe she's a awful person and she doesn't want to change and that's really what it breaks down to you can have therapy for 10 years like me and still not know how to do an apology well then okay you don't want to change and go sit on the side so it's That's not it. real change. And you had said to me at one point, it's a bully seeking more attention, perhaps like yeah. a bully. That's what a bully wants is attention. Yes, she does. And that's how she wanted to use vulnerable women 
um, get famous, marry her famous husband, you know, have their celebrity kids. That's what she already used from bullying. And I have to say that will never be me. Isn't it interesting that both of us have been on the other side of her wrath and we're both like, don't cancel her. What does that do? Right. We should be like the first in line. And we're both like, nah, <laughs> no. what does that accomplish? Because, yeah. Because it's just self-destructive uh, when yeah. you have the destructive path. It actually doesn't help anyone. I believe I mentioned, you know, from being wrongfully fired on Teen Mom and MTV, you fire me. What does that do? You brought me back three times. Like the network had to bring me back three times. It's like not heard of. So what what it means is every time that I'm not there and they're hurting someone, they're actually hurting the network themselves and every other person, like the women, the kids involved. Mm -hmm. So uh, a path of destruction and cancel culture not worth my energy. So that's why I see a bully just taking herself away from her companies, away from her investments. And I'm tired of giving it attention. I hear that she wants to go get on Oprah for it. Come on. I'm sorry. Farrah, no. Farrah, no. Make it stop. Make it stop. Make it stop. So you have talked everything you're saying, right? We need to grow. MTV shutting me out or so-and-so shutting someone out of this isn't going to do shiz. Okay. So yeah. with that said, I really want to kind of flip this now because the elephant in the room, now that you have been this target of Chrissy Teigen, that's come out of, you know, on the, on that side of her bullying, people have said, well, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. Now Farah has said and done some things that perhaps are bullying or aren't cool. So what I'm going to do is because I do believe in growth and in dialogue. And like you said, you've been through therapy I want to kind of like give you the floor because there are two sides to every story. So I mm -hmm. want you to speak your piece. And before I do that, again, I am not the thought police or accountability police for our audience. I'm going to run through some of these things that I'm talking about that people Thank on the you. internet. Yeah. Cause you know, like I, I could, you know, I have ADHD. I'm going through so much and I'm on medication after this assault. So please just be specific. Okay. I'm going to be very specific just so our audience, cause they may or may not know. So here are some of Farah's own controversies that people may be now bringing to the light in light of this Chrissy Teigen thing, right? So, okay, back in 2015, when you were on Celeb Big Brother, um, some remarks about a castmate that some people received as homophobic. Flash forward, uh, when you were on boot camp, uh, Kendra, Kendra Wilkinson was upset at something she thought were racially insensitive. Also comments about Black China. I know during COVID, you had fired back at a troll. And then also last year, you had tweeted something along the lines of Democrats, uh, go live in China and die. Now, again, I am so not the thought police. I think like free speech is say what you want to say. Now, like okay. I said, Farah, for anyone who thinks that you're still that person, I'm opening the floor to you. Okay. So yes, thank you so much for those real fast. And again, please just keep me focused. Cause I understand like I had, you know, I have a doctor's appointments every day. I know where I'm at. I need help and I'll express it. Um, so as I already said about the apology, really, um, Chrissy Teigen and I brought up the whole thing where I was attacked and I actually realized that somebody else who wasn't even there was affected. That was Kendra Wilkinson. She brought up her children. I had to actually do an apology in front of everyone on the cast. And, um, that, and I understand that not a lot of people know the positions that I'm purposely put in, even though I've actually said, I don't want to be put in these positions. So 
the TV show put me in a position where I had to sit for hours with somebody who has a substance issue and they kept feeding her alcohol. And then she wants to attack me. She is someone of a different race than I am. You know, her own son wanted to even date me and have a baby with me. But like, I still knew that if any production producer is to puppeteer and affect and connect me to hurt somebody else who wasn't even there, I said, I stood up to do the right thing, even though I was racially attacked, even though like she hit my mother, even though she disrespected my father and she was an alcoholic, I still apologize because if somebody would like to bring up the race situation and act ever like I'm racist, I step in right away and I'm like, whoa, you don't even know who I am. And that's not my intention. I am growing from this. Thank you. And I'm very sorry if that affects you as a wife, your children, because that hurts because I raised my daughter differently than that, what they are provoking on me. So yes, I definitely went to town and, you know, numbed that right in the head because I had everybody else making up their own stories. And you know what? I have no time for that because I need therapy and I need to work on myself and I'm not there again to cause more destruction. And so, yeah. And this specifically, Farah, you're talking about the boot camp instance oh. with Kendra. Okay. Yes, boot camp instance. So that's how you know how to do an apology, everybody. All right. So all the time, just so you know, everybody online loves to go to the um, the time I did Celebrity Big Brother in uh, UK. Now. Celebrity Big Brother in UK actually had a lot of learning, learning experiences and growth. It was my very first show where I got to go out of the country, do my own thing. Woo! And that got crazy. Like literally I freaked out over a flip flop. And that's because my foot was infected. I had fish guts, rotten soy on me, like the house smelled like puke. So understanding my dynamics and how I was living and the stress, um, and just to interject there, yeah. does this refer to the homophobic uh, remark with Big Brother that people perceived, I think, as at a castmate, there were some remarks? I have to say, though, I think there was a lot of remarks. I think it wasn't okay. even one homophobic, two, if it was like right. one to apologize publicly why I was on there, because I don't even want to say the word because I've moved past it. But I did say the R word that's used commonly an American, it's not even like a cuss word. It's like, you know, if you say it in UK, it really affects people. And I did not know that. So I just apologize publicly for that. So the something tarred, blah, R, D A R D, like that word, I, I apologize for. But I also want to say, I was put in a challenge where I had to go upset people. And as you see in the clips online, obviously, my, my teammate who is a uh, gay, um, actually wanted me to upset and cause a stir. And like, those words were okay. And consented on that show with those producers and everybody on set. So I've realized that when people put me in a situation to say, go, you know, fuck up their day, you have to go get them angry. 
I know how to make people angry. Let and when it's for Jack Farah, because number one, I think this is clear that how there's two sides to every story and the manipulation on these reality shows, we wouldn't necessarily know about that goes on behind the scenes. Correct me if I'm wrong, because literally I will see people on the internet being like, oh, well, Farah's homophobic, da, da, da. Don't you have a lot of gay friends in real life? So I actually have gay family members. Like what, my cousin just got engaged um, and, and now I'm going to their wedding. I've always, just so you know, I was raised. I am raised around, and my neighbors still to this day, Bill, Bob, Ken and Kurt. And I have Alex and Billy. Like I actually have like family neighbors, like people who like watched me, raised me. And so I don't understand homophobia because uh, I'm not, I actually get booked at gay clubs all the time. Aren't there people who dress as you in drag? That's what I yes. heard. Yes. And, so, um, I, I have no, I have no fucks to give on that comment because I I've never been like that. And I'm sorry if, you know, celebrity big brother really took it to another level. It was a very odd situation to live in for a month, but I will say now looking back, wow, I've realized that I don't need to do stuff for production. I don't need to show how ugly I can be to go fuck up the whole household. And that's when I truly know. And is why I actually stopped doing reality shows. I don't want that destructiveness. Um, but yeah, I upset people and I won. I'm, I'm competitive. I, I will admit I'm competitive. And I will say that I am sorry for anybody who took my comments as that, but I work, I live, I, you know, go to businesses that are, you know, gay owned, pride owned. And like, I've never been homophobic just doesn't exist. And I want to say, you know, this is what it's about. The, The two sides to every story you, like you said, going through therapy, this, that owning what happened and going, here's where I was, here's where I am. Like, this is what it's about. Not shutting Mm -hmm. people out and putting them in a corner. It's so crazy. So when you look at Farah, the big picture, because I know you're really passionate about bullying. You and I talked the other day and I know that. So is it safe to say you're a different person now? How have you grown? And are there necessarily things, you know, we we're all human. There's, there's things all of us would take back, you know, in the big picture, what did you learn? And would you necessarily take anything back? You know, I think when it comes to people always misconstruing what is going on or like a comment or some of those things, I will say, cause I know this, um, from going back to Iowa all the time and seeing how, you know, there was narrow mindedness. There was a very closed view of life and living. Um, and even when I like yelled at Larry on teen mom and I was like, this is trash. I realized that there is better communicative words for a lot of things that we label certain words, just cover it. Cause we don't want to talk about it and go into it. Um, by all means, my maturity and understanding of words and language. Now I, I even corrected my mom when I last saw her and I was just like, you know what? I can't use the word trash. I just have to say like, those people are not at that level to understand how to help themselves. And that is not trash. Um, you have to understand, like I was stuck in a whole other world. And then I got this big international global view and setting that has taught me so much. That's why I love traveling. That's why I love learning and becoming the best fair I can be. That's why I wrote dream twenties. Um, and I think 
it's sad sometimes, you know, when I realize like, whoa, the younger fair deserve to have more words and understand things and connect things. But like right now with myself, my neurons in my head sometimes are not working. I can't remember words. I can't click things. And so your mind, you always need to teach it. You always need to grow it. Um, and you know, like a lot of people say, I look like a horse online. So when I keep having this culture of, Oh, let's describe people as animals. It's like all over the internet that people do that. And when I made a comment one time about someone looking similar to an animal, it was taken in a racist sense. So then I almost felt like, so every time someone says that to me, should I act like they're all being racist? So I think we can look at a lot of things in a different way. I have to just say, I, I honestly wish everyone well. And like, if something looks like something, you are more than welcome to share that and feel that, but in no way or or meaning, does that mean you need to take it to a other level and misconstrued someone's words? And maybe some other people should not start that online. If you can't handle what you dish out, then don't give it. So I want to pose something to you. And now this might actually challenge me and um, may or may not have you sympathize with Chrissy Teigen. Now, when I called her out, Farah. I had called her out for bullying her trolls. Cause in my mind, I'm like, you know what? Two wrongs don't make a right. I feel yeah. like you're, you know, it's not okay yeah. that you get trolled. I'd never condone trolling. However, in my mind, I was like, well, it's kind of hypocritical because you're acting like you're being bullied, but then you're doing it. Right. So as someone who is bullied by trolls and you're a public figure, like she is, what do you think? Do you think, do you agree more with me? Could you see where she was coming from? What's your take? Okay. So a lot of my fans, family, supporters, everyone message me and show me certain comments. And they ask me to block a lot of people every day. I tried to block people right away. And sometimes that, you know, when I first engage with people after I post something, I may, you know, leave comments, interact with people like that's normal on my page. I will always interact. I think that's great. Um, I've learned now though, specifically, the internet is now set up and these social media platforms are set up. So even if I interject with somebody who is attacking me, that person can flag my stuff and it gets deleted. It like gets on my account and gets reported for even if I say something directly to the hater because they're like, it's directed hate and they report me on my own page. So I just now will not even interject with any of it and I just block it. And I actually think the internet needs to be more for people who consent to things, um, can manage their pages better on their own. Um, there's a lot of wrong with the hate online and the social media platforms not knowing how to handle it. It's really bad. Absolutely. And I'm just not okay with the perpetual toxic cycle going round and round. Yeah. Now I quickly want to get into, you are really passionate about, you know, women being sexualized wrongfully. Right. So let mm -hmm. my, I'm going to let my audience in, like you had mentioned earlier, being wrongfully fired from teen mom. Now yeah. you were the teen mom OG and you, like you've said, had been wrongfully fired. You had participated in the adult film industry. Yeah. I had sex with somebody who was in the adult entertainment industry and I'm not a, a porn star because of who I had said. I also, you know, I'm passionate about this because I don't think women should ever be punished for what they choose to do sexually. I 
posed in Playboy as a journalist saying, look, I can be a journalist and intelligent and also pose and one doesn't take away from the other. And I know you're passionate about that. And you yeah. also said women in this business, like Chrissy Teigen tweeting this at you and women like Wendy Williams have perpetuated this, right? Like this stigma, like you're less than talk to me about yeah. that. Um, I do feel for Wendy Williams. Um, maybe she should not have a talk show because she has habitually gone after younger women myself said, you know, I like, I basically have like no right to speak and every other thing. Um, I just think there's like a lot of change that needs to happen with those. It was also ironic that Wendy Williams had me on like her show yesterday talking about the Chrissy Teigen thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't apologize for what she does. So I'm very confused about that. And it really makes no sense. Like people are not stepping up and taking the action to really change the culture of TV and the entertainment industry boasts and boasts and boasts that they're going to stop doing bully culture, equality, all that stuff. And I just don't see it. And you have to make those changes like with Chrissy Teigen's with Wendy Williams, all of those kinds of people. And Farah, isn't it kind of hypocritical because the entertainment industry worships people like Cardi B singing about her WAP? Like, I found nothing wrong with WAP. I loved it. I love the song. It's on my workout playlist. Like, I'm hey, down girl. for it. But they're shaming you? I know. I have looked, I have reflected as I've moved on. Uh, from everything and I see how people are like you know you have pregnant women now finally on Cosmopolitan like Teen Mom opened the door of that you now have pregnant women on Playboy like it's accepted now and those things so I just feel like I think myself for that progress in our, in our society but I also am like whoa there is you know someone's always got to take the brunt and the hardship so other women can have that path and that journey to have those so that's what it was but Farah given that women are all sexual and some choose to show it in more capacity than others like what do you think it is in women that like put down other women who choose to do whatever they choose you know i.e Chrissy Teigen calling you a whore like what what is it that makes them tick to even lash out and act that way it comes out of jealousy and hatred. Like that's, that's all I know in order to behave that a lot of people are envious actually of that. That's why it took over the show that I was on. Um, people just think about money rather than somebody's well being and actually how they're being sexualized sensationalized and affected. Cause I had sex therapy over that. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what to say about, I can't control it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a mess. You know what you had mentioned as well that you had been let go from teen mom and for, you know, a culture that boasts like diversity, you had made a point that you were the only middle Eastern woman on there when that had happened. Can you tell my audience a little bit about that? Yes. Um, I would say most people think it's over the adult entertainment industry and like, you know, the other castmates were puppeteered with the production to fill that way. It's not really technically about that and you also can't fire somebody for their sexuality and it's not my fault that they wanted to focus on my sexuality I did not consent to those things when you sign those agreements you can exploit things but you cannot go above someone not giving consent that's actually against the law when other people act that they are above the law that is when they get into trouble it was also about political segregation that had been going on on our production and we had been talking about that 
clearly that they did not want to take a change in a positive direction and say, this is going to be an equal ground and open ground. So I, I came in on a day I wasn't supposed to work and I was wrongfully fired. Um, there's a lot in the background, legal teams, production, a lot of bad um, other actions on their part. So, you know, being sexualized and being wrongfully fired when I own three brick and mortar companies, I'm doing home business. You know, you can't really say somebody chose adult entertainment when she didn't say that she didn't consent to that, you know, and you can't say that about somebody who's running corporations and doing things. It's wrong. Um, so it was sexualizing someone in their sex life. It was political segregation. It's purely the highest form of discrimination when you take all of like walkies, sets away, um, fire them back and forth. So what can I not make it through? Um, I'm, I'm like an amazing talent and that's what shows true talent. You can fire them, you can mistreat them, but they come out with the best stuff for your show. That's an amazing that's amazing to have. That's a gift. Well, political segregation, people are going to be listening and going, what does she mean? Political segregation. Like guys, I don't look at, I'm like a nonpartisan person. So I'm not going to care if you're like red, blue, Democrat, liberal, Republican, whatever you want to be, right. Whatever you want to typecast yourself as good for you. Um, but when other people get very real about if you don't vote who I, who I vote for, then I'm not going to work with you. Oh, and by me firing you, I'm taking away your money. And how does that feel? It felt actually great for me because I ended up making more money. I have more of a positive atmosphere. I don't get discriminated against every day. And, uh, or fake scenes about mom tributes that I don't do. I'm a great mom. So I'm great. When you tweeted last year saying Democrats go die and now you're like, I don't care where people are at politically. Have you grown in that regard too? Well, when you... Um, so when you take that out of context and you're just like, oh, fair just floats around and says that, um, that was actually directly towards when on inner or on Twitter, they were basically stating that they wanted to go like live in China. They hated America and all this other hate, 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 hate towards everybody else. So that's why they got mentioned and like, then go over there and die. If that's what you want to do, like go act upon however you want to act, but like stop spreading the hate. And that's, that's why I was said. So, I mean, still to this day, if someone wants to hate on everything and ruin somebody's life, destructive behavior, please go get out of my way. Fair enough. Um, Farah enough, pun intended. Now, <laughs> lastly, Farah, I want to ask you, uh, we just heard, I don't know if you've heard, but Brittany and her conservatorship and her finally speaking out for the first time in two years, and it's absolutely heartbreaking. I could barely listen to it without crying. I don't know how much you're in the loop or how much you've heard, but I wanted to ask you if you relate being a young woman in show business, you've been through a lot, you know, how you sympathize with what she's going through. Yes. I sadly did not get to see that this recent video. Um, I did get to see, um, the Britney Spears like documentary. Um, it's like the thing her dynamic that she is. And of course I, I understand it by your voice taken away or by any of your rights, by working, um, all that stuff, man, that hurts, especially as a mom, especially as an amazing talent that Britney Spears is everyone. Um, she is in like a patriarchy 
I call it patriarchy, basically where men in the family can have higher speaking power than the females. That like goes back in historical years and still plays out in our society till now. What Britney Spears is mostly stuck on is that when you hear her brother speak, it's like, oh my God, like, can Britney have constitutional rights? That sounds normal. But yet the men and her family don't believe in that because it's very patriarch, patriarch real or whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm done with patriarchy needs to stop. Um, Britney Spears deserves to have everything and more. God will pay her back double for all this trouble. And I feel very, very like fight for Britney because I mean, unless she's not passing her mental test and her tests, I understand, but you know what? Give her somebody to rehabilitate, give that, you know, the work that it needs. Don't take any more away from somebody like life is so precious and every moment counts for her to get out and be creative. It's healthy for people. That's why people make music. That's why people dance. It is therapeutic. And she deserves to have every opportunity to express herself. Well, that's why I hate the cancel culture because people aren't allowed to talk, think, create freely. We need that to move forward. And to your point about how she's so stifled, when you listen to it, she literally says she has a a thing like birth control because she can't even have kids, how they've all had a hand in this. And I last, I wanted to ask, like, what does this say about what people will do for power, especially in entertainment? Because you're someone who's dealt with a lot of power dynamics. And it seems from talking to you, like you're someone who's sort of risen above that, how you're saying, I don't want to do reality TV anymore because the powers that be are the puppet masters. Um, power. When I, when I was on one of the TV shows, I think it was like couples therapy, there's like five pillars in life, but having control and power is always one that is spoken about in every group of therapy that I've done. Um, you cannot have a control trip on anyone to have a good relationship, let alone a life. So the dynamics of that in Britney Spears's life are out of whack. The people who are doing that and puppeteering and guiding people wrong and using, uh, it's all going to crumble. So I just ask, you know, if I could, I mean, if I could privately consult for Britney, she'd already be out. (laughs) Here's to hoping. Farah, and I think she will. And it's going to be glorious. Free Britney, bitch. Oh, yes. Farah, I I know you're on the go. And I want to thank you for really being open to this. This is the dialogue that I called for of Chrissy Teigen. Not getting canceled, but having a dialogue like this. Owning it. Going, you know what? I could understand this. I could understand that. I could do better here. So let's see if she does that. That's what I had called for. And I appreciate you really taking the time to do this today because that's what's going to help us move our ass forward. Am I right? Um, and it's safe, yes, to say, safe to say Farah Abraham is, you know, she is misunderstood uh, by the public and she's still growing. Yes. Yes. Always growing, always moving forward. And everyone else is too. So I really thank you for your time. I got to go hop on my Harvard class. Look at me learning. Go, Farrah, <laughs> so go. much love. Thank, thank you, you so much. The teen mom yes, can't be canceled. Time.